from my perspective, I was like celebrity status <laughs> last year, like riding high only to come back down on the roller coaster and kind of go like, WTF, what did I do wrong? Because I didn't necessarily do anything drastically different than the previous year and like now, now starting this year. Uh, and I want to say in regards to our first project, well, not even our first project, but our digital passive income brand, it was a flop, but we made sales. So it wasn't a total failure. You're tuning in to Still Minimum Wage. podcast for creative solopreneurs who are just trying to figure out this entrepreneur thing. We cover the real and the raw experiences behind running your own business and what it looks like to try and make a living for yourself that is more than still minimum wage. Join us for roundtable discussions around juicy topics of things that we're dealing with every day, even if people aren't talking about the hard parts about running your own business. We made it to the season finale of season three of Still Minimum Wage. It's Courtney, and I am here with some very favorite people of mine. Hi, FIFA. Hi. And we also have Sam. Hello. And Lisa, who's been a guest several times this season. Hey, Lisa. Hi, hi. So we have a very special episode to wrap up this season because, man, it has been a year. Sam, what do we got going on in this episode? Well, for those of you who have been listening this season, you know that FIFA and I have not been on every episode since we are welcoming other community members on to share their stories and um, chit-chat with. And so let's catch up a bit to see where the three of us have been since season two and then we'll talk about our new project that we have and what's coming up for season four of still minimum wage that's right we're not going anywhere we're just changing things up and i've enjoyed getting to know so many new people but man i really missed talking to you guys on the regular especially you fifa i probably have not talked to you enough this year. So what is new with you and your business, Bay Modern? So um, basically, since the beginning of the year, I've been doing a lot of client work. So that has not changed. So I've just been working a lot and trying to offboard clients. And I've just really been working with a, my coach as well. I started working with a new coach. Um, basically, the first coach that I ever started working with, I worked with her again. Uh, now she's more on the consulting side of things and she's helping me to figure things out in my business. But basically, yeah, I've just been working with my coach the whole time, offboarding clients, trying to figure out my processes and like uh, learning how to set up my business foundation and uh, I finally incorporated my business. So that was like the, the new thing that I did this year. So I officially incorporated. And yeah, just like that, that was like mainly the thing, like learning. Um, I read like Profit First and that I think that was like the biggest lesson for me this year is really 
reading that book and setting my my business foundation where it's like I I know how to like do my bookkeeping properly. I know how to um, set things right um, in terms of like setting up the accounts and setting up the profit and paying yourself and all of those things. So financially, in that sense, um, I've really gotten a clearer image uh, for that financial side of things and uh, also slimming down my business and really trying to get rid of the things that I thought I needed, but didn't end up needing. So really making it so that it's all the essential parts of the business only and focusing solely on that. And you finally took a vacation. Oh yeah, that was a... (laughs) A big one too. <laughs> that was like what, like six, seven months later, I finally got my vacation. Yeah, so I was pretty burnt out for the first half of the year, and uh, but now that I finally took that vacation, I finally feel like my creative self again. I feel like I'm getting all these ideas flowing in, as opposed to me just like in my work all the time, feeling kind of down because I felt like I didn't have much of a vision anymore for my business. It was just kind of like. I was really not there in my business anymore. Um, But after I came back from the vacation, yeah, everything's just flowing now. And I feel happy again. I feel balanced. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. Oh, my gosh. I love that for you. You said the P word, which is a word we don't say very often, which is profit. And in the tune of the name of our podcast, have you figured out how to make more than still minimum wage yet? Where are we at with paying yourself first? So for the the book is actually like, because we know how like accounting, there's always like that expenses and revenue, you know, and then that formula, the, the formula that everybody learns in school. This book, Profit First by Mike something, he's, it's a really, really popular famous book. But this book actually shows you like, even if you are not making that money right now, like that profit right now, you need to set aside a bank account specifically to dedicate 5% of everything you make into this account. And that counts as profit at the end of the year. So it's just the idea of paying yourself first, regardless whether or not you are making profit deducting all the expenses and everything. So it's a very interesting concept because you're setting your business up for success from the very beginning and you are allocating taxes to its own account. You're allocating um, your own pay to one bank account and actually paying yourself that. Because before I was super disorganized and I was just like, you know, whatever money came in, I was like, okay, I'm using all of this to pay my bills. That is not no longer the case. So now I dedicate like 30% to, to um owner's compensation, 35% to expenses, um, another 30% for taxes, stuff like that. And 5% of that would go into profit. So it's like something like along those lines, the book goes more into detail, but that was like a whole huge mindset shift in terms of like the financials and really setting my business up right from the very beginning. That's such good news. And you're two years in full-time and still going full steam ahead. (laughs) So I know a lot has happened also with you. I think the biggest (laughs) shift out of everybody is like, what's happening with you, Courtney? Please, please do let us know. Man, it has been a year of many, many shifts and many false starts, I almost feel like. So I started this year feeling 
anxious and a little burned out, but also excited because at the end of 2021, Sam and I had decided we were going to be biz official after we met in person in New York. We did the vibe check. We both passed the vibe check and we're like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. And so, you know, we tried a passive income stream with Instagram templates and that flopped. Um, We were thinking, okay, do we go bigger and offer a branding service or marketing containers? Like, what does that look like? I did a group coaching experience, which Lisa was a part of. Actually, we were all part of it. And that was really fun. And it was kind of a sweet way to end my solo adventure as like just Courtney Chalco. And then from there, I pivoted into being 100% focused on Swiftly and trying to define like, what do we do? Who are we? (laughs) And what is our branding? And so I actually talked with all of us that are on this episode about it quite a bit in different facets. And it's taking a while to figure out and in the nature or in the vein of being real and raw because there was no clarity on like what we wanted to do. And I think it's also just because Sam and I were trying to figure out like, what do we actually like doing and what do we hate? I think it just was revealed to me that there were a lot of things that I was doing that were kind of taking my energy in like the wrong direction. Like I could do it for the money But the effort and the emotional burden was just a lot. So I would say this year was also the time that my anxiety was like almost lifetime high where it felt debilitating. And I shared that on a couple episodes. Um, You know, we had Jasmine Guerrero come on and she talked about that. There were also a couple of other, you know, like really traumatic things that happened. And I think it just hit me very differently. So I felt really out of pocket for most of the year, but at the same time as trying to discover what do I want to do for the rest of my life almost. And so one of those things is I love podcasting. So I kind of took the rein on this podcast and then I started my solo podcast, now calling Courtney. And that was really fun, actually. And what I love about that is many people have stop me. So they're like an acquaintance of an acquaintance, or they're like a third or fourth degree. And they'll either like DM me, text me, or if they see me in person, and they're like, I, I like feel a little weird. Like, I'm I'm not a stalker, but like, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. And like, you don't know me. And I'm like, oh, actually, I do know who you are. Like, we just as like, but we can be friends now. So you're not a stalker. (laughs) It's okay. Um, and that's been probably one of the funnest things that happened this year. But going back to the real and the raw, as I tried to figure out myself, learn this new facet of just like my highs and lows and weaknesses, the money ran out and I had to make the call to go and look for a part-time job or a full-time job. And so I'm still figuring that out right now in terms of what can I do that is a steady income stream that allows me to help float swiftly while we creatively explore who we are and what we want to do, but doesn't take me away completely. So that's what's been on my mind and what I've been trying to figure out. And this week actually was really stressful and difficult. So I tried a job and after talking about it with Sam, my work wife, it was like, I don't, I don't think this is the one. So kind of back to the drawing board for that. But honestly, without you guys, without our community, I don't know how I would have gone through this year. It was a rough one. 
So Sam, since you've been there for me, what's been going on with you? I have also been on a similar but not exact roller coaster as you, uh, as uh, because from my perspective, I was like celebrity status <laughs> last year, like riding high, only to come back down on the roller coaster and kind of go like, "WTF? What did I do wrong?" Because I didn't necessarily do anything drastically different than the previous year um, and like now now starting this year. Uh, and I want to say in regards to our first project, well, not even our first project, but our digital passive income brand, it was a flop, but we made sales. So it wasn't a total That's failure. That's true. <laughs> Um, we learned a lot, though. We did learn a lot. And I think what I've been learning about uh, this so far this year is, you know, how to have a business relationship. Right. So we're like business married <laughs> and uh, I've never been business married before. So it's definitely a learning uh, process of like how to communicate effectively, how like how to kind of learn each other's like quirks and like feelings like unsaid feelings and whatnot um but also seeing that like we've actually worked on a lot of projects together in this whole fumbling of like what do we do what do we want to do what do we do best um and and like we haven't right quite found the the perfect fit yet but we've been able to execute together faster and learn faster than we did alone for the past two years. I would say that's kind of like a takeaway I got there, right? Um, and at the beginning of our partnership, I already kind of decided with myself or like had a talk with myself thing like, you know, there's all this messaging out there about being the CEO, being the girl boss, all that stuff. And but there was a message that stuck out to me from Gary Fee where it says you have to know yourself and not everybody is meant to be player number one. And both in our business and also in video games, I'm actually a really good player too. So that is something I come to terms with in our partnership. And I like let Courtney to take the lead as CEO. I love CFO stuff. So I think it is a match made in heaven. But I will say that, you know, it's not easy taking on that title because in from my perspective sometimes I feel like Sam is the stronger decision maker or she has like an instinct about things that I am not sure of and I think obviously this year I just have had to deal with all of my insecurities with that um, and so I almost you know would feel crippled by carrying the CEO title and we talked about this in other episodes, right? It's like, what do I call myself? Founder, CEO, strategist, like, you know, when you're doing it all. And so we had talked about in the very beginning, like just the division of responsibilities. But I think it was so that one, we weren't wasting efforts. But to me, I think my perspective on that CEO title has changed a little bit. We're like, yes, I technically carry that title. And the big thing was for uh, for us, just for me to be the face of the brand. We're like, if someone needs to represent us on a podcast, like I can do it. But I definitely see this as like a partnership and like our decision making is very 50-50. And we had some catastrophic things 
happen. <laughs> like mm, it was maybe a month ago where, you know, we got kicked off of platforms, just finances went awry because of things that happened to us out of our control. And it does feel harder to put on the CEO hat and be like, oh, I need to fix this myself when actually us fixing it together. And especially as I was starting to step into looking for a job. So going back to like, if anyone's listening, you're in a partnership, it truly can be a partnership where it is close to a marriage where, you know, the roles are different, but the responsibility and the weight is equal across the parties. And you don't ever have to be on 100% of the time. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. Like the CEO thing is primarily like the role is to be the face of the brand. But also I see it like while decisions and responsibilities are 50-50, if there were a disagreement uh, in, at some point, like you would be the tiebreaker. Just because... I value like the C the value I place on the CEO title is the vision. And sometimes like I'm a little wonky in our vision and you always seem to hold strong, which is good. And for me, like as the CFO, I make decisions based on numbers and like what's logical. And so I think it, it works well because then you could say we should do this. And I'm like, wait, hold on. No budget, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which it's kind That's of like a benefit true. of having a partnership, right? Like um, Lisa and FIFA, you can speak to this. Like as solopreneurs, all the decision making is on you. And I think um, that just makes kind of moving harder. Like I spoke about, we can move a little bit faster because we're like kind of throwing the ball at each other. Um, whereas you guys have to dribble the whole game. Look at you with that basketball analogy. I know, and I'm not even a sports person. I know. I didn't know that you were like a sporty girl. I'm not. I'm sporty spice, but not sporty girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because of High School Musical? Uh, sure. Let's say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with FIFA going strong as a service provider, you know, like I feel like you've kind of found you're finding like your pocket. You're finding more of like who you want to work with, which was a big question for you in season one. However, Sam, with our vision, we're actually going a really different direction. Right. So we decided we wanted to be content creators. We were dreaming really big. Um, we said we just want to make really good content and then figure out how to monetize that. So we don't know exactly what that looks like. Personally, I'm a really strong proponent of YouTube. Um, but Courtney has really found her gift in the podcasting space. So it's somewhere in the middle there. So definitely media and hence the name Swiftly <laughs> Media. Uh, but uh, as of specifically what we're doing right now, we're focused on podcasts. Video, po we're podcast, video, podcast. And we have a new project coming up. Oh, yeah. So knowing, uh, knowing what you know about me, uh, fam, <laughs> uh, you know that I'm the brand designer in uh, in my own business in Swiftly and as well as still minimum wage. However, Courtney and I work with someone else uh, for our new project. Uh, her name is Bailey from Honey Wave Creative. And we are launching a new show called The Next Dollar. We've been exploring a lot about money. I myself have come to terms with my understanding and my relationship with money. And I realized that a lot of what was driving me with being an entrepreneur was trying to get out of debt. 
And so, you know, especially being in this business relationship, having to talk about finances and then looking at the bank account and we joke that we're making still minimum wage. I didn't even make minimum wage this year. I made, I think so far, $0. However, with my CFO on my side, it's a lot easier to talk about money. And I think even having this community makes it less scary. And so we're going to document our journey from basically zero bucks to hopefully in the near future making bank. And that's actually where we're going to be putting our attention next. So what does that mean for still minimum wage? Well, that's why Lisa's here because great news. Still minimum wage is starting a new season with a new chapter and a new, I want to say front runner, and that will be Lisa. Yay, it's like the first promotion I've gotten in a long time ever since leaving corporate. <laughs> you know, I don't get promoted promotion. anymore. Yeah, promotion I went from, from like, guest to regular yeah, guest to host. Like, like fan to guest to now new host. So it's like I've made quite a transformation on here. And being at the right place at the right time really pays off. It does. We were comparing it to Laguna Beach and Lisa went from being, you know, side character to the season three main character. I'm so excited for you. Yay. Hey, I'm so excited. To give a little bit of a background as to this decision, obviously it's something that FIFA, Courtney and I agreed on and Lisa was happily <laughs> on board with. However, you might think like, this is your IP. Like, why is there someone else coming in um, and now doing the show? Well, now that time has passed, I have a producer hat on now. And so I'm trying to think about like storytelling and how to bring in the most value. When we started Still Minimum Wage, we were all creative solopreneurs trying to figure it out and sharing the real and the raw. And if we want to stay authentic and honest with our audience, um, the truth is Courtney and I are no longer those characters. And not to say that, you know, we've evolved and FIFA has not evolved. FIFA obviously is at a great place now. She's definitely evolved uh, as a character in this story. Level two Pokemon. But we are no longer on that pursuit of like trying to figure out, you know, a service-based business. We are more passionate about talking about money now and like how that affects our worlds as creative beings. And so that doesn't seem to align with the mission of still minimum wage. And we felt that Lisa was in the perfect position to take that role, but also a fresh new face and story for you to get to know better. I mean, you probably know, you know her a lot more than our other guests since she's been on multiple episodes this season. And so it was just a natural fit for her to come in and, and share her story and her POV. It's definitely a big shoe to fill. Um, and I, first of all, want to say that I applaud you guys for kind of making that call into understanding what this podcast, what you guys had built, right? Like it's, it's always hard to walk away from something that you've built, which we see from all of these like bad shows that continue on to like season five and all these storylines get so confusing. You're like, oh, they probably should have cut it off last season. You're not doing that with this, I think, because you understand 
the how special the this narrative is in our current space, right? Like there really isn't a podcast out there that's talking about the hard parts of owning a business. All of our, the stories that we're hearing is like how I went from here to here, rags to riches, get rich quick. You know, if you follow these steps, then you're going to make it. And which is really great. And I think that optimism and that solution oriented, um, mindset is very important to go to that next level, but it could feel so lonely when you feel like you're the only one that's struggling, right? Because no one's talking about that. And that's really what made me a fan in the first place about your podcast, where you guys were not here to give tips or to sell your course or to, you know, like sell people on the solution that you have, but instead just coming in with this like, we're sharing our stories so that you don't have to feel so alone crying in the bathroom, you know, at night or anytime someone asks you, you know, what are you up to these days? And then you say, oh, you know, I'm just doing this thing and then go cry about it afterwards because you couldn't own up to it and you didn't feel confident enough with that. I, I hope that that's sort of the energy and the story and the perspective that I can continue on with this because I that's really what resonated with me in the first place about this and it's yeah there's really no one else that's doing it someone has to do it yeah I like yeah we agreed that you know this the mission and you know the value that this podcast has is too great and too needed to like really just kind of drop it off and to be clear we won't be on the podcast as your host, but we will still be on the podcast in other aspects. So we're still the producers of the show. Courtney and I, or mostly Courtney, will be editing. Um, or I don't know. <laughs> well, that's still up for, for discussion. But yeah, so we are still part of the still minimum wage family. We just won't be the main voices. And actually, it's really exciting to spin off the next dollar as a sister show to Still Minimum Wage because we're keeping with FIFA's ter- FIFA came up with this phrase that has just stuck with us from the beginning, which is the real and the raw. And just like Lisa said, how Still Minimum Wage is like talking about entrepreneurship is not get rich quick. It's actually quite the opposite. It's that marathon that Lisa and FIFA are going to keep running. We want to explore on the next dollar kind of these get rich quick income streams that we're seeing on Facebook ads or courses that you should take or just things that people say and either explore it on our own, share what we've thought or what we've thought, and then also just share our money journey. So it's going to feel very similar, but we're just changing the topic. So you guys will actually have two shows to listen to now. Right. And the inspiration as Courtney like touched on earlier was really like, who do you have in your life to talk about money? Right. So the same with still minimum wage, who do you have in your life? You might not have anyone to talk about this creative journey. Maybe you're like the black sheep in a family and you wanted to start your own business. And now you have still minimum wage, a community of other solopreneurs trying to figure it out and, and share that real and raw. And now when it comes to finances, you, Courtney and I have your back. We are going to be sharing the real and the raw of money and it's real raw. So uh, it's going to be a treat, (laughs) I think. Um, And it's going to be fun. So yeah, if you don't have anyone to talk about money, the next dollar, 
is going to be your community. I'm just really, really excited that Lisa is taking over and she's, you know, it's, it's cool to have like a new person and to have new perspectives on this podcast. So it's like, you know, like I, I know I'm very focused on trying to devote my energy now into like really building my business and like trying not to just because my energy has always been everywhere. And that has always been my biggest issue. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, having this help, having Lisa to really be that face and really to help coordinate everything and, and having Courtney and Sam to be that helpful people in the background to like really just like put all of this together and continue that that legacy of so minimum wage is is going to be so great. And this is like, like, it's not like, you know, this podcast is dying or anything like this. I love all of the topics that we talked about and there's just so much more to, to be talked about. So I know like I, I love to be there, like to be able to be that person on the side to help coordinate this. But I know in reality, like I can't always I can't devote too much of my energy into it as much as I used to just because I now have to now be more protective of my energy. And also my coach is also like, you got to focus one thing at a time. <laughs> and it's always been like that for me. So I love that Lisa is now on board with this. And she's, I love the personality that you bring into the table too. So you're going to see a lot of that in the next few episodes. I would say how I would describe Lisa, we were kind of playing around like a brand campaign idea for, for you. And the phrase that I came up with was wonderful and weird. And that's how I would describe you. That is literally the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. It's so perfect. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney has like the best. She's my, she's the Leslie Nope in my life. Cause the, there was something, oh, <laughs> you said that I reminded you of Minnie Mouse, which again, like no one's ever said that to me. And it's like such a nice thing to say. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like being called a, what is it? One of my favorite one was like, you're a glorious glowing water buffalo or something like that, that Leslie knows. <laughs> like, this, is, this is my water buffalo equivalent compliment. So thank you. Ooh, all right. I got to get on that. I'm going yeah. to send you one, every, an affirmation every week. Ooh, <gasps> oh shiny, shiny beaming mermaid, you. <laughs> you get extra points for alliteration too. I'm a lit writing major, so. But, oh man, this has been such a, a heartwarming episode, which I definitely need. And Viva, what what progress to deal with your shiny object syndrome by focusing? I've never seen you so focused before. And this chair is going to be your chair to come back to and share with us so you could just hop on the mic what you're learning as you're the furthest along in the service provider journey, which, you know, just to reiterate is like, for those of you guys that are listening, that's where you're at. And we want to keep supporting you instead of making you like, you uh, wink and go out with me and Sam. So not only are we continuing this podcast, I say it's going to get better because Lisa is way more organized than me. Like way And way more, more. vocal. We're going to take a little hiatus to get our bearings to fully transition. And we will be back with a bomb episode one for season four with Lisa at the helm. So Lisa, do you want to give anybody a preview of what's to come? So let's see. Um, a lot of the stuff 
the same stuff that you've loved, right? Sharing stories, the real and the raw is never going away. I think that should be like a trademarked slogan for us. Um, and don't worry because I love these guys too much to not bring them back for future episodes. We'll definitely be doing that. I think the biggest transition might be because it'll just be me on the episode versus having, you know, multiple guests in the round table that we had this past season. And even with you guys' earlier episodes where you guys are coaching each other, we will have some solo episodes as well. So we'll kind of see how that goes and what tolerance you have of listening to just me rambling on, but I think I'm here for it. Okay. I hope, I think it'll be fun. And, um, you know, I would love to continue to cover the, the struggles that I'm going through, bring on other people to talk about their struggles and to share that. But I will keep a promise that we'll never be selling solutions or saying, selling this like Disney movie version of a business, right? Of like this happily ever after. It's hard, but I think that's okay because things worth fighting for is hard and we're just gonna get through it together. Well said. So exciting. So I think in natural, it's natural, only natural that Lisa closes us out as our new host of Still Minimum Wage. All right, CEOs. So I am already getting trained on how to do this host thing. Bear with me. I am so excited for you to follow along with us on this journey as we close this particular chapter and open a new one, season four. Um, Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and wherever you get your podcasts so that you know when the new season drops. And if you are looking to continue to connect with our favorite hosts, um, FIFA, Courtney, and Sam. All of their information will be in the episode notes as well, so you can continue to follow their individual journeys. And yeah, we'll talk soon. Wow! Woo! Oh my god. Uh, Did we make it?